Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Ho, ho, ho. We're in December now. This is the second podcast in December, technically, but now it feels <laughs> oh Christmassy. For you're us. actually using that as an intro? Well, okay, sorry. Let, right, I'll start again. No, yeah, you're I'll not. Start again, you're, start again. you're sticking with that, surely. You have I mean, you're going to leave that in, but yeah. do, a, do a more... Do not, editors, do not remove that. I want people no, to no. know. The people ho, must ho. know. Ho, ho, ho. You've got to practice these things. They don't always work right first right. time. For a start, you, you don't just ho, 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 ho like casually. Ho, ho, ho. He sounded like Microsoft Sam doing ho, ho, ho there. Ho, ho, ho. That's bad. Very Christmas, oh, everybody. Oh, my God. It's not quite Ooh. Christmas yet, but I guess now is around the season where... Like this is about the most Christmassy I feel. Santa Claus is available for children to say... What kind of stuff they want to get for Christmas? My kids have oh, both the, given up. This letter writing they've given up season. on Santa. They've, they've given up. Oh. As in, they've they. My eldest figured it out a long time ago. I, I remember I told you guys about the uh, the tooth fairy incident where there was a series of letters being exchanged, and then my eldest told my youngest there was no tooth fairy. But then she started writing her letters as the tooth fairy, saying, "Oh, don't believe her. She's full of shit." You know. Yeah. Um, that was a good few years ago. Um, so now they just both don't believe. Drama. Just yeah. talking shit behind the tooth fairy's back. Brutal. That's not cool, man. That's not so my cool. youngest still believed in Santa until very recently. And then I think they figured it out when they asked my wife for something, didn't put it in the Santa letter, and it still magically turned up on Christmas Day, ostensibly right. from Santa. Uh, spoiler alert for any young people listening to this, uh, Santa isn't real. But they, they've sort of figured it out now, and, and the tooth fairy as well. So it's kind of a little bit of magic from their youth as well. Well, there's this, there's this tender age where you think you can convince your parents that you do still believe in Santa, yes. so that you can continue to get exactly. Present. That was their clearly think, their fear. Shit, if I if I don't believe in Santa, they're crushed for a moment. Mm. But once they've got over it, they're like they rationalize it. They're like, look, we do need to still get presents. Yeah. So can I convince my parents that I still believe in Santa, or at least can I can I still can we i know look, there's like a, a a group agreement in the house yes. that no one believes in santa but santa does still come yeah just to be sure but whoever so they, it is they don't believe in doing santa. the santa stuff we don't know we know it's not santa but we do still want the pillowcase filled with whatever kids are into these days five nights at freddy's yeah um, well Fortnite. i don't kids go through kind of a, a phase where you get to the point where you're like 
yeah, Santa Claus doesn't exist and I'm too old to, to believe in that or whatever. But you're kind of torn because you, you then sort of realize that your parents have kept this up for your sake mm. for quite some time. So you kind of like feel bad for not believing in it anymore, but you go along with it. And then you sort of hit the age of like, I don't know, like 35 and you're finally like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom, that's enough now. <laughs> we can't do this that's anymore. A, I can't I cannot keep up this charade any longer. I'm I'm done. But I y- don't need any more uh Barbie dolls and uh the Christmas socks. I would like to know what is the oldest that someone's been, like confirmed, scientifically confirmed, and still believing in Santa. I mean people believe right. in all kinds of shit. I just wonder if anybody out there, if they were like yeah, believe it or not, I was 17 when I finally realized Santa wasn't real. You know, I'm just well, there must be some innocents out there who who there's, just believe there's not everything. Enough, I don't know if anyone really believes in him though. Like truly, truly believes. Like even think back to when you were a kid. Did you really even think about it that much? Like yeah. oh, I didn't really. I I, I was just like I know, never could it was just yeah, it was just one of those things that was told. It's to just you, one of those things that you were kind of like Oh as, yeah. Santa, because Santa's you were, coming. You were being taught loads of stuff. When you're a kid, you're like a super sponge just absorbing everything, yeah. right? And everyone's telling you that Santa's real. So you're like, okay. You know, you you don't have a rational mind. No. But I like where you're going with this because people I mean, we should bring back... I'm surprised there's not some big conspiracy theory out there who still believe that Santa's real. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know why there isn't, though? It's because there's just bigger conspiracy theories that are more interesting to believe in, right? Like I guess they're more grown up. Flat Earth and... Um, the Santa one's old. You've known Bush, about that Bush and 9-11 and all that kind of stuff. You know, people yeah. focus on that stuff more so than Santa I've Claus. Been, I've been pushing my kids to believe in the, the Babadook right. and telling them that's real. I don't even know what it is. I just know it's a horror movie. So right. I've replaced <laughs> Santa with the Babadook. Uh, nice. <laughs> so they definitely don't want Santa to come. They definitely what is don't the want Babadook? any presents. I don't know. I just thought it sounded spooky. It's terrifying. Oh. I've I've slowly started upgrading the inside of my house um, in preparation for a home invasion, which hopefully will just never happen, right? But I want my kids to believe that there's going to be a home invasion. And uh, so I've replaced all the doors with like steel doors with like slots. So, you know, like if you, you're trying to get into another room, you have to open up the slot and say like, what's the password and stuff. And then you can let them in and, and all that sort of stuff. So like, right. I so feel like to an escape room. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like I've turned my house into like a bit of an escape room. These are both horror scenarios. The reason I'm doing this is because Why are you two doing this? <laughs> because it's so hard for, for them to believe in, and stuff but i feel like you know if i make really substantial changes to the house and to their quality of life then they have no choice they have to believe it right so it kind of like flax with his uh baba ganoush or whatever he's trying to <laughs> baba he's trying to convince of it. i'm trying to i'm trying to prepare my kids for a very real threat although uh, let's face it it's probably not going to happen let's hope it doesn't happen really no, no, i mean but, jersey i'd say it's unlikely um but but still you know what i mean like, yeah a friend of mine a friend of mine that lived in south africa had uh, a home invasion um and well apparently in south africa that is a thing like yeah I, oh absolutely I, i've yeah. known I, i've known people who have come from south africa like lived and worked here gone back 
stayed for like a year or two and then come back here again because it's it's that bad. Like yeah, in school, they actually rough, teach you yeah. how to cope with a home invasion and stuff like it's so they, they were home invaded i mean that for one thing they have uh sort of cages around the the bedroom area yeah so the the that corridor leading to the bedrooms will have a big steel door that you lock at night so that if people do get in they'll take all the stuff downstairs but they won't be able to get to, to you upstairs i think yeah. i think they, it's like a they panic might, room. yeah like that but for the whole bedroom part of the house Jeez. so they they had some people around to do some work during the day and um, this guy, one of the guys sort of snuck back after dark and moved a bunch of the stuff nearer to a window. Oh my gosh. So that they could then just bust open a window and take stuff. Um, and climb in. Yeah. So they heard yeah. them down there. Like he came back with his mates. He was like, look, we'll just go in through the window and take all this stuff. So they, as they're there, my friend hears them. He, he used to be in the military in South Africa. He comes downstairs with his gun and they all oh leg it. And he, he steps out onto the front porch and they're all just there, like three or four guys. And he points his gun. He says, "Hold still, so I can shoot you." And that put the wind up them, and they legged because <laughs> that is a pretty terrifying thing to say to someone. Okay, just one of you, just hold there, so I can shoot you. And they all just took to the hills and legged it. That's one of those great weird things to say yeah. that puts people on edge. That's one of those things that you're you're supposed to say something unexpected that like that will just freak him out. Yeah, right? I think it would. I mean, if you shout yeah. "freeze" or "stick them up," that's like too movie. Yeah. If you make yeah. it personal, yeah, I mean, they won't they won't do anything if you. Yeah. Shout if that. you just, just say "hold you still," just so shoot. I can shoot shoot first and ask questions later but like don't shoot the person make sure you shoot like the wall next to them and then they know you mean business right yeah i don't think so right. shooting if up i remember the air. rightly um if you if you're trying to plead self defense and you shoot someone in the leg and then stop shooting it's actually harder to prove self defense cuz they're like did you really think your life was in danger you took the time to aim at their leg you're better yeah, yeah. off just blazing away and just killing blasting, them and just yeah. being like i was terrified i thought Need i was about reaction. to die. Yeah. well there's some top tips for legally defending yeah. <laughs> no, okay. this is the but i've heard need, of this though this like is what, this is what the valuable stuff that you learn on the trifles podcast i've, I've is. heard that this is wow. kind of like something that can happen in in South Africa, like uh, like I said, I've I've worked with people who have had similar experiences. Yeah, well, I think yeah, I mean it I, does, I, but it's just there is certainly a fear that if you did defend your home with a gun in England, you're going to be the one going to prison, though. There was that guy like ages ago. What was his yeah. name again? He um, um he remember he talked about this recently. He was um he he killed a guy right. I thought it was kids. I thought it was some kids that kept it was, breaking it into was the some farm. Kids, yeah, but then one of them I think was in his house at one point. Oh yeah, they broke and, into uh, the house yeah. and he shot him dead. And uh, it was that whole thing. It, this must have been like two thousand three, two thousand four or something. I can't remember his name now, but there, yeah. I remember at the time Tony, it was all like Tony something. Yeah, everybody yeah. was 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 crying over like vigilante justice and everything. I think in the end, I don't think he. Or maybe he was charged with get in trouble. He did something, get, he did manslaughter get in trouble. or something. It was a big thing in the tabloids saying. Yeah, yeah. It was it was big at the Some time. Some sort of circumstances around it. I think it was, the guy was unarmed. Yeah, he, or he was. As well, but the, the key is that we don't we don't consider a human life less valuable than property. That that's the, the, the key. Like defensive property and taking a life in defensive property is not a thing in this country. No. It's just not. No. Whereas in say, I think Texas and a bunch of other places in America 
if someone's trying to steal your TV, you can shoot them dead. And it's like, oh, I was defending my property. Now, to me, that television is worth less definitively and objectively and in every other way than a human life. Sure. Yeah, I mean, people aren't raccoons. You, you can't right. just like... You the know, thing is, though, like at the time in the situation... Bring those nuts back here. I mean, there's not... <laughs> again, like you were saying before, you're not going to like... You don't have the time to like aim at a leg or whatever in, right. in self-defense or whatever. If somebody's in your house, even if all they're doing is stealing your TV... You don't know that, and you're, right, you're worried exactly. at the time. Yeah, You've yeah, got kids true. in your house, your wife or husband or whatever. You know, you think that there is imminent danger facing them, right? So you're going to do irrational things at that right. point. Did I tell you what happened last week with the police came around to my house? Did no, you, did you this? no. So about I, I don't know. It must have been must. It's been a busy week because the first week of Jingle Jam. I've been very busy, but. A couple of nights ago, um, I heard like the buzzer go because we got like um, a buzzer thing on our, our apartment building. A doorbell, and, I think um, they call it. But, yeah. Well, no, it's like it's like a buzzer to the building, <laughs> yeah, and then I know, I've right. got a flat in the building, so it's like the the outer door. And sometimes that rings anyway, right? Um, and so I was like not super surprised that it went off, and I looked at my clock, and it was like three forty-five in the morning. I was like, oh my God, that's like the most. Yeah, that's a weird like, time. Right, right. That's a really weird time for it to go off. And so I sort of sat there for a minute. I didn't answer it. I was like, it's probably nothing. So I, anyway, I put my dressing gown on anyway and went downstairs. And yeah, lo and behold, 10 minutes later, there's like a banging on my door, which which has never happened, you know, because it's like it's like a bit of a maze, this apartment complex I live in. So it's quite hard to find right. <laughs> um, where I am, which is nice. It's quite comforting, actually, to have that. And then you um, like living in a so maze. I, go, I, I go up to the peephole right. and obviously I look through the peephole and it's dark <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's a bit weird. But then I realize it's another guy looking through the peephole. Oh my me. God. Jeez. Um, and so he sort of backs off and I, and I look into the corridor and it's these two policemen in like full police gear. Jesus. Right. At the back of my mind, I was like, uh, are these people just dressed up as policemen? <laughs> because that's what goes through your mind for some reason. Right. And so I open the door and I'm like, Hello. And they're like, hi, is your name, like, whatever the name they, they said. I think Is it was your like, name Dick Dastardly? Is your name Daniel Garvey or something like that? Right. And I was like, no, no, my name's Lewis Brindley. Of the Oxcast. And they're like, is there someone, well, because it was like a name that was like, da 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 da. So it was like, this, it was like the same cadence as my name. So for some reason, I was like, oh, no, it's not. Daniel Garvey, it's Lewis Brindley, right? So, and so. <laughs> you can't for some be reason, normal, I, you know, can you? I, I've just woken up. You have to I'm in a weird state already, and my there's weird shit going through my where, head. Where is where is your mind coming up with this stuff? Like <laughs> I don't know. Okay, did you sing it? Anyway, my name's not Daniel Garvey. I did. It's <laughs> Lewis Brindley. It's very early it, but to in my be head, calling at like, my house. Calling like, at my house. The, ca- the rhyme is there. The cadence right. works, but. Well, I think it was the night before Jingle Jam, so I'd been writing that fucking poem as well. Um, <laughs> anyway, I was in a rhyming mood, and so it bloody so 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 they they them like you know they went through this series of questions. They were like, "Does does does anyone of that person name live here?" I was like, "No," and they were like, "Do you, do you know anyone called that?" And I'm like, "No," and he's like, "Is there any reason that we would have you know someone would have called us out here at this time?" I was like, "I don't know. I don't think so." Um, they were like, did we wake you up? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so sort of, I sort of, I don't know why I, I kind of like sighed. I was like, yeah, you did. It was, it was a weird, I felt weird saying it like that. But then, and then they were like, have you got any idea? And I was like, 
Yeah, I have. Because I was kind of getting tired of Man. this conversation by now. Because yeah. I've been through like I definitely a think of- You want some advice, shit. Lewis? Being shitty to the police is, uh, is going to I help. wasn't being shitty <laughs> on purpose. I was, I was being shitty by accident. I think I'd probably been asleep for about an hour at this point. Oh, that's the worst um, though, when you get woken oh, yeah. up after an hour of sleep. Because I'd had a like, really late night, I had a lot of stuff to do before Jingle Jam started. And yeah. I was like... Bit, I was looking forward to not having to deal with this. And so obviously my heart's beating as well, because, you know, yeah, it's like the police are right there looking all threatening kind of in your corridor and staring through your peephole and stuff. Yeah. Banging on your door. As That's as far as they would have gotten with me. I would have had that whole conversation through the door. <laughs> Yelling at them the whole time. Really? What do you want, pigs? Yeah, I would. No one hear that name. Get yeah. going. I would have never opened the door. I would have been like, "Come back with the search warrant, you pigs!" And um, well, where's my lawyer and all that kind of stuff? There's no way I'd open That's up. That's definitely door. how you de-escalate that situation. I yeah. was, I was not escalating when I was sighing at them. I was just, I was just like, just passively. Often, I, I was almost once they like get you into conversation. Next thing they're like. You did it, didn't you? And you're like, oh, maybe. I was sad that I wasn't Daniel Garvey and that I couldn't help him out. Did, you know, did, so anyway, did they find Dana Garvey? No, so they weren't <laughs> looking for that. They were, they said that someone called like um, Mildred or someone had called. Oh yeah. Some uh, is there anyone called Mildred who lives here? I was like, I don't think so. Like, do you know what I mean? There's like there's like other names being thrown around, and I'm like, I didn't recognize. I don't know anyone. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Mildred is an old lady. Just a just a wild guess. Mildred. Nobody names a recent child Mildred. That it's is very a rare. antiquated well, name. I, I, I suppose yeah. And then, anyway, so then they were like, "Can you get your ID?" So I was like, "All right." So then, I I I, I sort of propped the door open with a shoe. Um, so it didn't slam in their face, you know, because I thought that would be that would be a bad thing. Jeez! To do. And then and, when you came um, back, they were just like sort of idling around in your in your landing, just like looking at stuff. Well, I think they were antsy to get off and see because I I think they felt like that this was the wrong address, and they were because I think they were chatting on the radio. Mm. They were trying to find out if it was a different house number, like you know, because it could have been like a, a, a you know a slightly different house number um, in the in the same place or whatever. So, mm. yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, um, it was, it was, <laughs> it, I, I don't know what they wanted anyway. And, and they left and I was, went straight back to sleep and I, I was fine. I didn't worry about it. I thought, I thought, cause I went up to bed. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get to sleep now. I wonder if I should like read a book or something, but no, I just, I just collapsed. I was obviously that good, tired. Right. So, After your, I was, I was having that confrontation. Annoyed, or, or, with... I was almost annoyed. Cause when I was talking to them, I was thinking, fuck, I'm going to, my heart's pounding. I'm not gonna be able to get to sleep for hours now. You know, it's you know, I was I was almost not angry, but like frustrated that, that this had kind of decided to happen. Mm. <sighs> anyway, that's my story. That was, that's that was just that's a weird, my story. A weird moment. Gotta I add mean, that I've one had, to the autobiography. I've had the police. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the police turn up at my my door a few times. Weirdly, over never the last, Adam. Like, never Adam. Five years. Um, I've always wanted them to. I had to phone the police one time. Yeah, I've had to call them a few. I, times. I had I to know. phone them, and this is this 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 this. Disappointed me greatly, actually. I had to phone them because I could hear somebody getting what sounded like he was being stabbed outside. Like, it was really fucking rough. There was screaming. I could hear, like, him getting slammed into, like, the door of my, like, uh, building and stuff. Like, it was was really bad. So I phoned the police. I was like, listen, somebody's, like, having a rough time outside. Um, It sounds like there's, like, a fight or something, but, like, it's pretty bad. Like, you you might want to send somebody down here. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll send somebody down straight away. Thank you very much. And I was like, okay, no problem. Um, 
and then you know we're looking out out the window but not like really looking out the window because i didn't want anyone to look up and see that we were like looking out the window <laughs> right that kind of stuff and um you know we saw the Very police standard. come and they, they they you don't want them to like turn to you and be yeah. like yeah who's yeah that? Who's that? Looking out the window? Yeah. I, I don't want to be involved like you know I, if somebody's getting hurt obviously like i'll do my bit but like i don't want to be you don't want to attract involved. the attention of the guy i don't want any knife. anything yeah. to come back on me or whatever sure um so I'm watching from the window and the police turn up and they, you know, they sort sort out the situation or whatever. Uh, and then we're like, okay, cool. Like just went, you know, went back to like watch TV or whatever. And all of a sudden there's a knock on my door. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go and answer the door and it's the fucking police. And they're like, did you phone the police? I was like, yeah. Like, and they're like, oh, um, can you tell us this? That? I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, why are you fucking knocking on my door right after this has happened? Like, I don't, I don't want anyone to know that I phoned you. Like, what's, it, you know what <laughs> I, I mean? Like, it I don't just, forget. This is, I don't just fucking be the phone snitch. me tomorrow or something, but like, don't fucking turn up. Like, it just, and knock on the door. Like, it's just, I don't know why, why they do that. It's, it's just, it's just kind of dumb. What do you think the knife man has like got a co-conspirator and he's like, that fucking rack. Well, the police. You, you fucking never know, right? Like, I mean, if somebody's out there like beating somebody up, I mean, they're not they're not rational people to begin with. So, like, well, I, I don't I don't want to fuel the fire to to check like with the people that 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 live around the area, like if they saw anything and what the story is. They got to take a statement, you know, because you might know loads of information. You might have seen guys p- p- hanging around for weeks or turning up or fighting. You might know the guy personally. Yeah, you know. but like, I mean, you need to, they need don't, to check it. Don't knock stuff. on my door like five seconds after the after the fact, like in your full uniform and stuff. Like maybe you know, come 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 over the next day like incognito like dressed as a plumber or something like geez i don't know i, I just thought it was like a i bit, love this i thought it was just well, a bit weird you know like i just thought well you know okay thanks for like painting a massive target on my on my apartment you know what you now. movies it's not it's not like the mafia is outside there hey that's the guy, that's I, the I guy know, okay i know that that's not the case clearly but at the, but at the, the same kind of stuff time, that goes through your head, right? Yeah, how, how can you be 100% sure that somebody isn't like paying attention to this stuff and maybe is thinking like this fucking guy, like... There's not worth the risk. Or, or you know, yeah. this guy this guy saw something that he shouldn't have or something. It's not really worth the risk at all, right? And for such a simple thing, like just fucking phone me tomorrow or something. I don't know. I know, but life is full of like tiny, tiny percent tarcha. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get you that. Can't, you have to, you can't, you can't go through your life trying to mitigate... I don't want this to turn into another thing like... I'm insane for thinking this because I think this <laughs> is perfectly legitimate it's things not to think about. But at the same time, if you if you try and, you know, like I always have this stupid risk in the sphere in the back of my mind that if I do a, I don't know, if we do a live event, someone's going to stab me or something, you know, or, 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 or like if I talk about the police coming to my door, someone's going to find out where I live, right? Because, you know, that is a danger. We know YouTubers who've had home invasions and we know True. people who've been attacked at events or, you know, killed. Well, we don't know people who've been killed, no. but we know of people in our industry who've it, been... I mean, even attacks and, and, and well, like further that killings are like are, are very rare though. Like, uh, like yeah. it, they, they barely ever happen. But I, I think that we, we you go through life... Um, 
you know, having these constant little worries and anxieties and everyone's got their own ones. And it's amazing to sometimes find out what other people's are because mm. sometimes they're tiny percent chances. And then when you hear them, you're like, actually, yeah, I suppose you've got a point, Sips. There is a percent chance, but it's it would have never bothered me. Yeah. Um, I, I think some people are ex- couldn't couldn't wait to talk to the police. A different person, Sips, might have run out onto the street and gotten involved in that. Oh, argument. my God. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't understand how people are like that. Like, I don't understand how anybody wants to get involved in something that is very little to do with them. You know what I mean? Like, Well, well, but at the same time, I think that, for example, there was this event that happened in China recently where there was the British ambassador there. He saw someone, I think, fall in a canal or a lake or something. Oh, yeah. And of course, there, because no Were you one close in... by at the time? Or... <laughs> <laughs> No one, apparently <laughs> the locals were not willing to help because they didn't want to either uh, put themselves or, apparently it's a cultural thing, but also it's a thing, I'm sure the similar thing would have happened here, that, that the paralysis when everyone thinks it's someone else's yeah. responsibility, right? I it's love like, the, oh, there's loads of other people around here, someone else is going to do I love how it. you're creating this tale like it happened in China when, you know, it happened in bristol city center oh my god um, um you're just trying to like a, move, a, move the sort of scene a, of the crime aw- far away from you it's like it's like a game of among us where were you i wasn't even on the map you know what i mean like you're you're, you're saying that like you're, you're trying to put yourself somewhere else or you're trying to put clever. like the events somewhere else but and the police were calling we know what you're up to the other we, night we've known all along a british, a british diplomat leapt into a river to save a drowning woman um, and, and critics on social media ask why so many Chinese people just seem to be just watching. But it is a, th- a thing where everyone yeah. thinks, yeah. this uh, I'm not going to do a thing because there's loads of people here. And sometimes what you get is like an accident and no one calls the no, police. No, yeah. I mean, and everyone thinks you'll someone find else is that in places police. where there is like a heavy influence of like organized crime or um, if there's not organized crime, it, it's like some form of oppressive government or, or whatever. And it's understandable. Oh. Nobody wants to get involved. Well, that's nobody wants to get involved because thing. nobody wants to have to deal with the people who are then going to be involved. There's there's a difference though between being scared and just the psychological trap of assuming someone else will do it. Yeah, I doubt um, it's I doubt it's much of that because I think for the most part, like people will be helpful in, in a situation like that. If you saw a car crash right in front of you. You would jump out and you'd be on the phone and you would just be like not getting massively involved, but you'd be concerned, right? Like you would, you would stop. And do <laughs> I love stuff. this. I love this. It's always a caveat. No, no, so like, no, no. I'm just saying. Okay. Right in front of you. He jumps, he leaps out yeah. to save the day. Like, uh, yeah, like but you, you can't touch somebody who's just been in Captain a car America. crash. You don't know. You might like, uh, you know, paralyze them or something. If, if oh yeah, you know, I, that's I mean, what yeah. I'm saying. You're not going to get in there and like hoist them out. I mean, if the car is burning, you might like pull them out of there or something. But like. I'm just, just saying you way, have to like, have like some restraint in right? America kind of he like, like gets out of his car he's just like he gets on his phone he's like shall I call the police well uh, no yeah, I mean I'll, okay I'll, I'll do it I'll do it all right in this scenario a car crash happens right in front of you 100% I would be on my phone straight away I'd be on my phone to the emergency services as I got out of my car as I was opening the door to my car I've thought about this before okay I'm just saying right um, it's good to run through this stuff in your mind because when you're when you get to the situation you might react differently to how you no 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 to. I've thought about this enough times now I'm like training myself in the eventuality I'd walk up to the car while still on the phone with the emergency services and then I'd be able to relay crucial information back to them right like I'd be able to say, okay. yeah, man, mid-30s, 
appears unconscious. Um, no, I can't see his chest moving or whatever, you know, like I'd, I'd relay all the information. And while I was on the phone, I would be making the details of this. I know, scenario. I know. I've, like I said, I thought about it. Amazing. I would be making facial expressions towards if the person was conscious, like inside the wrecked car, I would be making facial expressions like, don't worry, Sticking buddy. Sticking your tongue out or, oh. I'm no, on you're, the you're, phone okay. with the emergency the services My here. They're car on their way. Fine. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. I'd be doing all that kind of stuff. And then when I was done with the emergency services, that's when I'd go into nurturing mode with the person who's okay. in the car, right? I'd say, don't worry, don't worry. The emergency services are on their way. I'm kind of late for an appointment, but it's okay. I'll stay here with you. <laughs> Let's get through this. Um, just, just a tiny little bit of guilt yeah, you've yeah, added yeah. there to the. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, come on. Just to let them know that, that that would be grateful. You know, it's not all about them. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's um, in, in any situation, there's a little address, bit of guilt. If you want to send me flowers or something to say oh, thank my, you. Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. I love that. And what about, okay, so you've come up with these kind of scenarios for. Let's, for example, imagine the house next door to yours is on fire. Yeah, and the flames are going crazy. It's it's looking like it's going to catch onto your roof. Right. You go outside because you, you smell smoke. You go outside. You're like, that's, where's that smoke coming from? You look around the side of your house. There's a fire. It's out of control. Right. It's spreading to your house. What do you do? It's three forty-five a.m. You're in your slippers and, and dressing gown. Otherwise, you're naked. Um, I would probably um again be on the phone with the emergency services. Um, if it was just a small fire, I think I would probably take a fire blanket outside with me while I was on the phone with the emergency services and uh, try to get that sucker uh, under control. No, I, th I think um, it's a house that's on fire. It's not a person. Yeah, no, no. The house, the next door neighbor's house is on fire, from what I understand. But a small bit of fire has spread over to my house. Right, but just it, a yes. small amount. It generally, it'll spread on the roof, like. I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen a house the roof fire. Of your house is I've now seen a few fire. house yes. fires actually. Oh, and if it's on the roof, I would just leave it, and I would just be—I'd get my family out of the house, and I would just phone the emergency services. <laughs> I thought you were going to say go back to bed. No, just a little bit of fire you can't, on the you, house. That no, no, no. I would get—I would get everybody out of the house. <laughs> I'd come into the garage and get Terry, make them stand across the road. Um, while I was on the phone the with the emergency services. The I love this. The family and Terry. That's it. Well, there's no grabbing a passport or anything like that. There's no do you, like. Do you, guys own, do you guys own a fire extinguisher? Um, yeah, I've got I've got an extinguisher in my kitchen, and yeah, I've same. got a fire blanket as well. So what I've always thought is, and like, I've got fire alarms in every room of the same, house as well. Same. Oh. I mean, and, and ours are like because when you when you have fire alarms fitted now, they're hardwired. They have to be hardwired so they don't ever run out of battery. Mm. Um, which is obviously, you know, a lot of big problem is people smoke alarm running out of battery. It well, starts to be, you get the just, warning. I've, I've still got battery ones, but, um, but you, I'm just saying you get the warning beeps when the, when the battery's running right, out. But here's the, the problem. Some people, when the warning beeps start happening, just take the battery out and put it to one side and be like, ah, oh, we'll, we'll get that. So the fact is that by having them hard wide onto the house power, you, um, you, you've got permanent sort of sort of safety. Yeah, but the like. house, uh, I guess, yeah, not not all, Mine not everything is going to trip now. Um, right in the yeah. house, yeah, it's a it's a new thing, like where you have to have them like that because people people just don't fucking have batteries. Like the only thing I use batteries for is a remote control and maybe some like controllers. I think like very. I can't really think of many other occasions I need yeah. So people just don't have them in their house. So they get to change the smoke detector. Man, poor, like, oh, I don't poor have Kodak. Fucking... I mean, first they first digital cameras fucked them over, and now nobody's using batteries. What the fuck are they going to do? Kodak never made batteries. Yeah, that's all they make now. Kodak? Yeah. Is it? 
That's all that's left to them. Really? Yeah. They make. When did they ever make batteries? They always have. I think they had their own brand of batteries for when um, cameras were like, you know, a thing. Mm-hmm. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't think they were like a famous battery manufacturer. Yeah, They're I've not. never heard of Kodak. They're batteries. not, but they don't the, like film no, and look stuff. Look at that. Is, they do make batteries. Yeah. How about that? So another big blow to Kodak um, is what you guys are trying to say to me. Unbelievable. Kodak didn't they get like? Didn't they have like a massive boom recently after they? Did they announced something weird? Batteries. There was something happened recently. Yeah, they were moving, doing a really aggressive push into the battery market. I think that was it. <laughs> no, they had like, look at that. In Ju- so they went, their stock was at $2 and it went to 29 30 went to 33 Jeez. Their stock went 10 times higher in 2020, but then it's back down kind of where it oh, was. Oh, the Trump administration announced that it planned to give Kodak a $765 million loan for manufacturing ingredients used in pharmaceuticals in order to rebuild the national stockpile depleted by the COVID-19 pandemic right. and reduce dependency on foreign factories. So because they're getting this okay. huge pile of money making, the day before, oh, now. here we go. Within two days, the company's stock price had gained as much as 2,189% from its price at the close of July 27th. Yeah. The New York Times reported the one day before the White House announced the loan, Kodak CEO Jim Contenenza was given 1.75 million stock options, some of which he was able to execute immediately. Suspicious. Yeah, well, I mean, that yeah. is, that, I mean, that's all, all, all of that stocks everything any of that stuff it's always yeah i thought i remembered something about kodak weird that that pops up in our heads yeah i don't know why Um, is kodak being given money for that of all the companies that could probably do a better job of that why i I mean i I guess they they make this particular chemical that they need or what you mean maybe they just like used or are used to making it for yeah they, whatever it is that they whatever need, they that, used that's to do the thing or something that they make. yeah yeah, yeah I see. so they got the they got the contract well there was a thing wasn't there with I mean was it Kodak I think back in the war they knew about the bombs going off but were told to keep it secret because the radiation from the Manhattan Project had gone into all of the forests and the trees and the rivers along where they cut all of their paper that they put their films in their their um, f- photographic film right. and it was making them all Fuck. spotty oh wow um and so they knew about the the, te- the radiation and they were going to make it they were, they were sort of going to be public about it and i think the government had to come in and say be quiet and they were be qu- they were quiet about it for a long long time they had to find like some pure trees that were not contaminated gosh i know it's weird isn't it i think that's kodak anyway so anyway, we got a sponsor this week on the Triforce podcast. Very proudly, thank you very much. This is the only funding way we have. Oh, this good podcast. again! It is, yes, that's how we're making <laughs> expressvpn.com slash Triforce right now. You can arm yourself with three months extra free of ExpressVPN. You should definitely check it out if you don't use it. You know what? Look, it's actually kind what? of ties into this episode. You don't want your internet and your computer being invaded yeah. any more than you want your home you being invaded. You don't want a network invasion, do you? So get a That's VPN, true. baby. It's the equivalent to a metal door outside your bedroom. With a slot for password exchange as well. People's, honestly, like even like high profile folks get sort of attacked really? online and lose their personal information. Really? Well, I mean, Elon Musk and Kanye got hacked, didn't they? And Joe Biden got hacked. One of a couple of his accounts got hacked. Yeah, but come on, so let's face like, it. Joe Biden's not actually using Twitter himself, right? Like, well, if he was, maybe he should. You know, apparently, I read this as well. Hackers can make like a thousand pounds from selling one person's personal information on the dark web. Uh, is that that might be that might be? Uh, you'll have there's a citation needed on that. 
But you're scaring me now. Though. I know. Well, look, I think your your personal information would be worth more than that, right? I don't know. So you keep that. <laughs> I mean, <for> safe. Uh, anyway, uh, we're sponsored. It's 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 a really easy app to use. It's like one click. It's really quick. You don't even know it's using it. I, I use expressvpn.com slash Triforce. Please check it out. It's our sponsor. Expressvpn.com slash Triforce. Obviously, some of you have signed up, which is why they're still sponsoring us. Thank you for doing Thank that. You. Thank you for supporting Triforce Podcast. Right, what else do we want to talk about today? Oh, um, I, I watched a video about this guy who's developed a, a hack. It's a, he, he can walk around with his laptop. He runs this, this program and this little bit of hardware. He can take control of any, any iPhones within, within Wi-Fi range of his, uh, of his laptop. I thought it was pretty scary. Right. And right. It just what made me realize. He, what kind of stuff does he do with it? Well, he's a white hat hacker, not a, not a oh. bad guy hacker. So he's... He's one of those guys who's like, "Hey, look at this fascinating security flaw. You should definitely fix." You know, it's like there's a there's a whole bunch of people out there whose entire job is finding uh, finding problems with code because it's it, life is so complex. And on top of that, life being complex, computers are also very complex. And the, the people effort. that put them together, nope. <laughs> the people that put them together often make mistakes and leave holes. Uh, and I I just thought it was quite interesting that this this guy found this uh, this exploit, and it's just. Thank goodness one of the good guys found it. You know what I, I'm saying? Do you know what I'd be interesting interested to see though? Like mm. if, if somebody ever accessed somebody's personal data, like like a famous person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like say like say you, you got mean like when that happened, like when all those the Apple uh, no no, but I want to see. I want it. I want somebody's famous Twitter account to be hacked and then all of their DMs leaked because I want to see at a high level how often they're ghosted. By people <laughs> compared to me you know what i mean like i i want to see the comparison <laughs> like uh i right. i want to see like the the ratio of reaching out and then ghosted uh as opposed to like a lower a lower lev level twitter account you know what i mean so when you mean ghosted do you mean they someone are not the last one to yeah send somebody just never responds to what you've sent them right yeah. So I, I wonder, like, yeah, I, I feel like mine is probably about 50-50. I try and get the last word in right. when, when I have a conversation with someone. I don't like... Is that a power play on your of, part? or No, but it just feels... I don't know. It's, it's In my head, it's like almost polite. Show that I'm... I, well, I find now with know. like the reaction thing, you can at least... If you don't want to type out words, you can just do like a thumbs up. To their last message or something right you know to get the last word right in. but then they can give a thumbs up to that okay my, but my sure. question is if someone emails me and they ask a question and i give an answer and they say thank you do i have to email back you're welcome like no. at what point does is it acceptable for me to just say oh this my god i think over? i think when somebody like responds back with a very informal one-liner that just says okay great thanks or whatever that's you the think end of they're the cool they're, that's it conversation that's it. over yeah they that's them sort of wanting to just get in that final okay, okay this is that's a wrap you know what i mean okay I'm just, that I, way, I just wonder because I often that's how do I operate. No, no, no. that's how i operate it, exactly on this topic i read an article last week which blew my fucking mind because I thought it was like an onion article mm. or like something that my mum had been emailing around. Right. But apparently, and this may this may be an April Fool or something, in the UK, people send a lot of completely unnecessary emails, 
like that useless thank you message some overly polite people simply can't not send. Okay, that's literally what this quote is, right, from this article. I feel like that pol- that thank you overly polite thank you message is not wholly useless or wholly unnecessary. I think it's part of everyday conversation. And after all, how much energy does an email use? Okay, I don't think very much. Right. But apparently, apparently, if all of those shit emails which people send per week so apparently 10 i send way more than 10 shit emails a right week. i send hundreds of shit emails a week right but apparently if everyone in the uk didn't send those 10 shit emails a week that is the equivalent to eighty-two thousand flights from london heathrow airport to madrid fuck off or no the it's use not. of three and a half thousand cars a year no it's apparently not. it is apparently a a, a, a a ton apparently each email is 0.0000001 ton of co2 right and then if you make those 10 emails a week that's 64 million unneeded emails a day you, it, this, this is generating this on their own it's just stupid that stuff is there already that stuff isn't there because they're be, they're having trouble with people sending emails. It's just the, no, that is the no, worst. No one is sitting in a power plant. I've ever heard in a coal power plant saying, "Quick, Steve, shove more coal in." <laughs> they, <laughs> keep they, keep they won't stop. Bristol sending another so thank you email. Thank yous. Quickly, Jeremy. You know I mean? Like, no, you're right. Like, the internet is turned off. Yes. Like, first you know, of all, I it's think... not like the servers that handle emails are idle and gen- and no power is 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 consumed. Unless an email an email comes down suddenly there's a huge spike email email no no these fucking things are running twenty four seven the idea yeah, that an, an email are. somehow is sucking all this and power they're not and they're ridiculous. not even they're not even close to being at capacity either because you have to you have to like over budget for stuff right like server farms storage all that kind of stuff there's plenty of it just sitting there unused because it has to right because oh, that's, that's you, a stupid story you can't yeah. you can't you can't predict what people are going to do and stuff so. All of that, all of the CO2 is already there. Like, it's not... Also, how many flights compared to how many cars? I, I honestly think this is the dumbest article ever, because the whole that thing... Is, that is, is like is, a, is, an Onion article, you're right. It's, 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 it's the fucking stupidest like, thing I've ever heard. The bottom line is, think twice before you send any email. No, but this I won't. I won't think <laughs> twice before I send any email. You know what? These corporations can think twice about how big they want to build their server farms or whatever. It's not down to me. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's stupid. That's no, the dumbest honestly, shit I've ever heard. No, honestly, people should send more fucking emails i think because quite honestly you need better communication like with people and don't and also you don't want people to get feeling like they're ghosted why not send a little thanks why not send a little lovely a little message a little emoji a a little animated emoji or something (laughs) come on well apparently though actually this was a problem in india because um there's this thing this phenomenon in india i think it was on whatsapp or something where they they all send each other these like good morning messages right? right so you wake up in the morning and you have like a little a little picture of a man smiling and he's like yeah. good morning and morning you send that wood. to everyone yeah well, why okay? not and that's nice like, that's a nice thing to do but the problem was it was at this cultural thing where everyone would send it to everyone in their contacts Jesus. right and so it was like crushing the servers in the morning and like causing massive outages and stuff and so apparently like they either had to make a special app for it in india so the good morning messages would go on their own app or like it was i don't know anyway i don't know how they solved it or if they even have but it's this weird kind of 
I, I like cultural thing, which I kind of like the idea of, but it is actually causing um, bandwidth issues, mm. and you know, it feel that does feel unless unnecessary inverted commas, but also maybe it like maybe it's good, maybe it helps with their productivity and their energy. You know, gets people ready for the day. You don't know what you don't know what you're doing. You can't crush fun ever. Otherwise, we never fucking do anything. Do you know what I mean you can't? Like Christmas is the ultimate example of wasted materialism. Yeah, I mean? absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> complete frivolous purchasing of crap for people and wasting all the paper for wrapping paper. Christ, I mean, how many carbon? Trees get cut down for wrapping paper. No one's trying to ban that. I'm getting angry. Man. Sorry, guys. No, is, I. That, oh. it's, you're 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 well within your rights to be angry about this one. I mean, oh, that God. has really ground up my gears. There's not even any teeth left on the gears for me here. Like honestly, no. But <laughs> it ground my gears so bad that because because it was such a trivial thing. It was yeah. like don't. It was almost like it was almost like counter to what we should be doing because I I felt like emails. Unnecessary emails are a drop in the fucking ocean. Also, of the carbon if you compare the cost of unwanted letters, think about they've got to be printed, then they end up in landfill or recycled. They've got to go. Man, look that at all the shit that they sell thing. at like dollar stores and like Poundland and stuff. Like all that shit. My God. Like it, also, I, I read a thing about flights saying that I mean, for one thing, I think it's one percent of people are responsible for almost all of these fucking flights. Most people take one flight, maybe two a year, tops. Yeah. And people are always having a go at people, holidaymakers who are taking one flight. You get these business people flying fucking everywhere for these yeah, meetings. Yeah, like that George Clooney movie. Remember, he was racking up, up the Up in the air, right, exactly. Fuck. You don't need to Just take a fucking plane. Up. Yeah. You don't need to take a <laughs> well, fucking plane. Here's a meeting, do it online. The, the central message of that film was... That we don't need to fly you out there to have this meeting. We can do it online. That was it. Yeah, that's and it. I actually, if anything, I, 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 I agreed think that, with that, that, that the sentiment. Pandemic is probably great for climate change. You know, I think it has a lot been of very less good. cars, a lot less, lot less smog. It's been, it's been a great step in the right direction. And I'm sure we're all going to go back to where. Yeah, we were before, it's also, works, but there's but, a lot of things that will change off the back of it where people have, so. have found or finally got had the reason that they need to to. Um, do cost savings that would have been massively unpopular before this, right? It's it's yeah, justified yeah, yeah. now, right? Like also, like like face to face doctor consultations, but probably even yeah. after after COVID, they'll be a thing of the past. Guaranteed. I don't want to. I don't want. Also, if you're giving, if you're doing a face to face doctor, uh, sorry, if you're doing a digital doctor thing where he's looking at your rash, I don't want anyone else seeing that. No, of course not. Of course VPN not. Yeah, that's why you yourself. need ExpressVPN no. so that nobody can see your your ball and dick rash. Weird. You're weird. Yeah, that only <laughs> or for your doctor's eyes only. So no, seriously, like I I, I know there's like this fallacy where you don't do something because you're like, well, this is worse. So I'm I'm not. You know, I know that this is bad, but this is worse. But that's not it. Like, you know, I just don't think the emails thing is a big deal. No, I don't think um, so either. Feel free to send emails. Yeah. But yeah, there bullshit. are lots of things that we can help with, you know. Yeah, you should, yeah but that, the you problem know, is articles like but, this turn people off. The idea that climate change is a problem that they can address. Because when you address something as dumb as, oh, don't send emails, it's like, all right, what the fuck can I do? Yeah. Like, you know, even emails you've got a problem with. Yeah. I, I feel like how it's the most it, energy exactly. efficient way to communicate with someone long distance. It has to be. I, I, I feel like emails are like the best thing you could possibly yeah. do right. for climate change. Yeah, especially if you're trying to get like uh, like a consortium together of international minds. Um, you're not going to be flying them all out to a conference or whatever. Do a, Do an email. You've got mail. 
let's solve climate change together. Emails even feel a bit out of date got now mail. With video calling and all this stuff. Do you know what I mean it feels a bit like You've me, got me email inbox. You know the the the, the, uh, the climate change thing and the, and the flights that was actually a thing. They had a big conference and the first speaker pointed out that all these people had actually flown, yeah, flown to this conference over to talk about it. Yeah, when and they, they were like, just done you do you realize how much carbon this talk about climate change is creating they're all like, oh yeah whoops crazy we should oh, communicate well. with smoke signals no the smoke signals are releasing carbon into the atmosphere <laughs> very well then uh, a tin can and a string no do you know how much energy string causes when you create string it's as much as five million flights to hawaii every year oh what about the tin <laughs> oh, cans my God. no the tin cans it's like well all right it has to be face to face we must walk barefoot to the meeting like, yes, obviously we still need to fucking send emails. Don't trim your beards because that uses electricity, which is generated by coal. So you must let your beards grow long and free. That beard hair Don't- enters the environment. There is beard hair in 99% of living, living creatures on the earth right now. It never dissolves. The beard hair is stuck inside a shrimp at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) When you eat the shrimp, you eat the beard hair, and then the beard hair is in you. On that delightful note, um, I got to bounce. So, um, (laughs) all right. God bless. Thank you, Sips. Thank you very much for another podcast, boys. Uh, It's always a pleasure. Oh, Oh, I got a question for you, Sipsy, before we go. Yeah. On Monday, you and me are doing stocking stuffers, which sounds dirty. Yeah. It's you and me from 11 till 2. What are we doing? I don't what know. What do you want to do? I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. You're playing prison Surprise architect. Surprise me. Oh, okay. All right. We're playing prison. Hey, yeah. here's a hot idea. Let's play some prison architect because that's in hey, the bundle. Hey, what a great idea. Is it and in that's the bundle? A bad motherfucker it of a game. Yes. I love that oh, game. Oh, perfect. Let us do that then. Okay, homie. All right. All right. See you next week, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Jingle Jam's happening. Bye. If you didn't know, there's probably, by the time this podcast goes out, you've got just enough time if there's any left yeah. to get yourself a bundle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, and you will. It's and a good you one. Should. It's a good one this year. Jinglejam.tiltify.com. Jinglejam.tiltify.com. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye everybody. Bye. See you later. Bye.